1: rich and i'm here with Carolyn. hi and we just watched 1979 classic alien how does it feel to know that after that ghost concert you've been doomed to eternal damnation in hell
0: i was already
1: already you were already there i was already aware okay um you i don't think you hailed satan at all i did not no i did repeatedly
0: well then i You're doomed, not me. I mean, I'm doomed for other reasons. We'll be in different levels.
1: You're doomed by association. Imagine we get down here and meet Hitler.
0: You are the one that hailed Satan. I just watched, so not the same level.
1: It does seem extremely unfair. I don't know about these levels of hell. I don't know if that's biblically biblically accurate. I think you're just making that up. Everyone gets the same punishment.
0: Um, Have you ever watch supernatural they like have have wings and cells and like levels yeah there's levels
1: (laughs) yeah okay well supernatural and the bible pretty much the same thing yeah fiction that's where they came from (laughs) this is the second fan-picked movie this one was picked by our friend on twitter bioshock lgp at bioshock lgp we fucking gushed over how nice of a guy he is on the last podcast yeah Turns out he's actually kind of a dick. Yeah, I don't like this movie. I wasn't talking about the movie. Oh, (laughs) I was. I was talking about him being a fucking cottage cheese covered dick harassing me on Twitter. yeah. That was gross. But with him being such a dick, I'm not at all surprised he chose Alien, which is famously overflowing with penis-shaped objects all throughout. So the Alien itself was created by H.R. Geiger who is known for his extremely sexually explicit art that mixes, like, humans and machines and shit, mm-hmm. he's the guy that created the alien. One of my favorite bands, the Dead Kennedys, included a poster of one of his most famous artworks called Penis Landscape in one of their <laughs> albums. Okay, All right. This is basically just dicks going in the vaginas over and over, repeating. One of them's wearing a condom, I think. It's very graphic. Mm. It was... Considered so obscene that Jello by Aphra was brought up on obscenity charges. Wow. For including it in his album. He had to go to court and fight for his freedom. Did he win? Yes. Justice was served. The movie is purposely full of dicks and allusion to penetration and rape. The whole movie is just fucking full of it. Really? Yeah. The xenomorph, the alien? His head is shaped like a dick on purpose. Oh. The face hugger literally rapes and impregnates a man.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: All those decisions made on purpose. Do you know why? No. To make men uncomfortable.
0: Were you uncomfortable?
1: No. I didn't even notice. I'm not a um toxic masculinity guy. Oh. So I think I think
0: Because you're a lesbian at heart.
1: Yeah. According to TikTok today, I was a lesbian. Bisexual in a straight marriage. Bisexual with a straight husband, according to TikTok.
0: Hmm. What must that be like?
1: I don't know. Tell me. How much does it rule? So I used to say, hashtag more dicks in horror, but this movie was excessive with the dicks, and there wasn't even an actual dick in it. And that was a lot of rambling, so I'm not going to spend too much time on the cast. Oh, good. We've got Sigourney Weaver. I used the tool on the social security website to check the popularity of the name Sigourney, and it gave me zero results because it hasn't been in the top 1,000 most popular names ever. I checked back to the 60s, maybe before that, but I fucking doubt it. I'm still convinced she's the first one. She's a superstar, though. Everyone knows her. The Alien series, Star Quest, three Ghostbusters movies, and of course, Finding. I
0: fucking hate you.
1: Finding.
0: I was incorrect. Her name was not in Finding Nemo. It was in Finding Dory. And I apologize. To who? To everyone that listened last week.
1: So you're apologizing to me. can end the fucking podcast now sweet victory
0: you know how many times have you had to make this speech
1: and how many times have you reveled in it in your glory of me being wrong about something the answer is all of them so that's
0: my job i am the woolly bully i I am you are supposed to love me unconditionally and not rub my nose in things
1: I am like a fat offensive lineman that picks up the football and scores a touchdown, and I'm going to celebrate.
0: You get a penalty for that.
1: Only if it's excessive, which to this point it has not been.
0: It feels excessive.
1: Only to you. Everyone else fucking loves it. They're cheering. They're like, finally Rich got one over on her. I don't think so. Well, we'll we'll fucking see. Uh, A lot of the cast has been in a ton of great stuff, but for the sake of brevity, we're just going to skip them all. Before we get into the movie, though, a quick note: we watched the theatrical version because that's the version we own. This movie has been re-released and re-cut and remastered so many times, it is very possible you watched a slightly different version than us. Unless you watch the Supermax or what is it, the Super Eight version of it is only like eighteen minutes long.
0: Let's be real, though. Most of these people aren't watching the movies.
1: Most of these people have seen this movie.
0: Yeah, they've either already seen it, so they listen, or Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I'll watch it sometime, and they listen, or they're like, I don't give a fuck about the movie. I just like hearing Carolyn tear him apart.
1: And you wonder why I celebrated. (laughs) So let's get on with the movie. We start off in space. Very shocking. So far, all we have is space and the score. It is very true to the trailer up until this point.
0: Yeah, really boring and no words at all.
1: We find out there are a mining crew towing a meteor headed back to Earth via text on the screen. That's how they, that's the exposition. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know about the backstory. Four lines of text.
0: I was knitting and I didn't even read it. So I read you it, had it out to loud me.
1: to you. Yeah. Because I knew. Engines humming, just a score. If I saw the trailer and started watching this movie, I'd be horrified that there really are no words. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Because the trailer is two minutes long. This move, this beginning takes like eight minutes, and the tagline is "In space, no one can hear you scream." Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, "There got to be fucking words in this movie."
0: Yeah, there's gonna be people screaming, and you can't hear them.
1: Yeah, which never ever happens. No, you hear them every time. Bad tagline. It's a good tagline, but they didn't they didn't follow through with that because mm-hmm. I heard everybody screaming. So the ship is going fucking insane. There's shit all over the screens, beeping, lights turning on. It's time to wake up. So they're in suspended animation because the trip is so long and arduous. This keeps them healthy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And we meet the whole crew. They're all in their weirdo fucking underwear.
0: Yeah. They look like basketball shorts.
1: (laughs) They were very weird. One of them looked different. It looked like he rolled them up or something. Yeah. So seven minutes into the movie, we finally get some talking. Seven people and a cat are in this movie.
0: I wanted to know if the cat was in suspended animation, too. Because if not, like, how long was that trip? Like, was it, like, years? Or are they going to wake up to, like, cat piss and shit everywhere? Who fed the cat?
1: Yeah. Maybe mother fed the cat. Okay. But I think they put the cat in suspended animation, too. Because. All spo- right. No
0: business having a cat in space. Like, why?
1: Everybody needs some pussy sometimes. Oh, my fucking God. Even you. Did
0: you- Were you? Have you been waiting to use that?
1: No, that's... Not that was spur of the moment. You need not write that shit down. No, not everything's in my notes. How would I write down I, I a response even, to what you said?
0: I don't need Because I said it while we were watching the movie, too.
1: No. Wow. Babe. Comedic genius. Professional podcaster. Wow. So, yeah, Mother. We learned a computer that runs the ship's name is Mother. She's like Hal in that fucking 2001 A Space Odyssey.
0: She's the mothership.
1: Yeah. She's Mother. I just don't like that they call it mother.
0: Would you rather mama? Yeah. Mommy?
1: Hey, mommy. Sorry. Ma? Mommy. Sorry, mommy. That's what you say to the ship. Sorry, mommy. Anyway, they're lost in space. They're halfway home. An unknown beacon is going off. So the ship was like, fuck it. We're going to check it out. Didn't alert anybody while they were sleeping or anything. So apparently, the rule in space. Mining is, if there is potential life out there, you have to check it out. That's, like, the rule. And if you don't... Yeah,
0: in this movie, but, like, for real?
1: I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think there's any rules Why in space. would? That's why Elon Musk gets to shoot whatever the fuck he wants up there.
0: Like, you have, like, just enough fuel to do what you need to do up there. They're not going to be like, all right, well, let's take this side mission and land on this yeah. random fucking rock.
1: Detour. No. Could you fucking imagine, though, just... You're a miner, okay? You're... you You catch asteroids and bring them back so they can be mine. You're basically like a fucking tow truck. Mm -hmm. And you have to go land on another planet that you know nothing about just to fucking check it out. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That is insane that that's a thing. It's like a fucking suicide mission. Who the fuck knows what's on any of these planets and you're sending Mm. some fucking miners out? You would think what they would do is mark it on the map and send... Put a
0: pin in it. Yeah, put a pin (laughs) in it. Go home. Send some people back that specializes in yeah. just that.
1: Send, like, the fucking military or whatever. Yeah. Send the fucking Space Force. I don't know. But I don't think you send, like, fucking truck drivers.
0: Yeah, these guys, whatever they were. And a
1: doctor. And it fucks the ship up. Of course it fucks the ship up. I'm not even sure what fucked the ship up. Like, what what happened to the ship? It just went fucking bananas. I have no fucking clue what happened to the ship. I don't know. They yeah. didn't do I Maybe it hit some spikes.
0: It was really windy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The ship Where'd is the fucked.
0: wind come from?
1: Well, there's an atmosphere, so. I don't fucking know. But the ship is fucked. It's going to take 17 to 25 hours to fix.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a rough ride in. Maybe that fucked it up the turbulence, the rocks. But their first thought is to go for a fucking hike. Like, shit's good. Well, On this-
0: they had to go. Search for the noise.
1: Yeah, it's a fucking primordial hellscape. And they have to go wandering the fuck around as truck drivers, basically. Me. Me. I have to go walk around with no training.
0: They that, they had some scientists there, too.
1: Yeah. Whole lot of good that fucking guy was, as we'll find out eventually.
0: That thing looked a whole lot smaller when they first started walking into it.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of things that were like that. Even when the ship was landing, it looked a hell of a lot smaller than when they got out of the ship, yeah, and like, it was fucking enormous. It's a TARDIS. Yeah. Fucking weird. So I like how they kind of ease Ripley into this. If you don't know about the movie or anything, you don't assume she's the star at this point in the movie. You just assume she's one of the cast, if you don't know. Who's Sigourney? Sigourney Weaver, yeah.
0: I always assume Sigourney's the star.
1: She should always be the star. It's weird, because like she's not... She's not ugly. I don't even think I'm saying she's ugly. She's not like classically Hollywood bombshell hot. But she is hot, right? Sure. She's hot in this. She's hot in Ghostbusters when she's the, the fucking uh, gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Gatekeeper and the key master. <laughs> One of my favorite jokes ever that I didn't even know was a joke when I was a kid. Yep. I was like, oh, keys unlock gates. I'm like, now I'm like, oh, <laughs> his penis is the key. I get it.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: So she's dead-ass wearing chucks in space, just fucking straight-up converse that Mm -hmm. looked like they had some of the shit rubbed off it so you couldn't tell. And it goes to show that things never really go out of style. They just wait for their turn to come back.
0: Mm -hmm. Everything comes back.
1: I want my Jenkos back.
0: I remember my mama talking about how... She wore bell bottoms in the 70s, and then when we started wearing them, the, how that came back, it came back, it came, she, and girl, she went on and on about bell bottoms coming back, bell bottoms coming back, and now I feel like I'm doing the same thing, like, when, like, crop tops were coming back, and, yeah. like.
1: <laughs> no, I dig it. I like it. And I'm, I'm like, glad no. It's all I'm glad Low-rise
0: it- jeans, get the fuck out of here. I'm glad it's all coming back. I can't wear my granny panties and low-rise jeans.
1: <laughs> I guess you have to change your underwear
0: no I'm gonna get some mum jeans go no, away
1: it's time for the whale tail no and they did find something it looks like two dicks but it's a ship the comms are going down which is a horrible sign for a movie like this and we've got our first what I thought was an alien it might not be an alien it might just be another like humanoid or something you can't tell because it has a fucking face sucker on its face Mm-hmm. and You just can't tell. It looks fucking huge. It looks enormous. Yeah. And then they stand next to it, and it doesn't look that huge. That's what I mean. A lot of things, the perspective is weird. Yeah. But you'll notice here, he's, like, leaned back in his chair, and it looks like he's looking through a telescope or something.
0: I thought it was in a driver's seat.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that big thing coming off him was. It looks like a big telescope coming out. Okay. You know what? It it was a dick, though, because it's right at his crotch. It's a huge fucking dick. Because there's... I'm telling you, Carolyn... There's dicks all over this movie. They've admitted it.
0: Well, why didn't you point them out to me while I was watching it? I wanted to see if you
1: would notice. If
0: I noticed the dicks everywhere, like I'm the one looking for dicks.
1: Well, I'm certainly not.
0: <laughs> More likely than me.
1: Not really. Maybe just as likely. Rude. <laughs> so they noticed the poor bastard exploded from the inside. Hint, hint. They don't pick up anything. These guys are fucking oblivious, and they're always wrong about every single thing.
0: Yeah, they're really smart NASA people.
1: Yeah. And Ripley, on the other hand, that's Sigourney Weaver, is like a whiz. She already knows it wasn't an SOS. It was a warning. And things are about to go very bad. They really should have waited for the fucking code to be deciphered to come down there. They
0: should have waited before they ever even like decided to land on that thing. Like if, Like, they should have known they were going to decode it decode that shit flying around in the air make a couple laps like don't what but I think don't go in there blind and then decode it that's stupid
1: the doctor kind of pushed him to make that decision because he wanted to go down there
0: and then we find out why
1: yeah we find out why so they lower this guy into a fucking cave like they lowered Ray into the river of slime in Ghostbusters Mm 2 it's like a spine with ribs I'm surprised it wasn't a fucking birth canal it might have been for all I know or just the inside of a dick, the shaft of a dick. For all I know, yeah. But it looked like a spine with ribs. And he gets down there, and it is full of eggs. That is always your hint to leave.
0: Yes, get get out of here. I'm
1: like, oh, there's eggs. It is
0: full of eggs. Those things are gonna hatch. You don't know what they are. Let's go.
1: Yeah, it's full of eggs, and there's some weird fucking film over it, and it does weird things when I touch it. Uh-huh. Just just fucking leave. Don't touch it. You leave at that point. That thing started opening up with its flower head, and I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Yeah, you don't put your fucking face in the egg when it's it's opening. If
0: it starts opening, you run. Yeah,
1: not him. He's like, I'm going to kiss it. Yeah. I'm going to kiss the inside of the egg. And guess what?
0: It kisses him right back.
1: Yeah, that's the point when the sperm meets the egg. Gross. And like always in this fucking movie, Ripley is right. Don't open a hatch, you stupid motherfuckers. And the doctor does anyway. Mm -hmm. He disobeys a direct order. He forgot. Yeah. Sure he did. Motherfucker. So she's on to him. At this point, I'm on to him. You on to him? I didn't care. Didn't care, all right.
0: I think it was at this point that I was like,
1: what year was this movie made? Yeah, 1979. Oh, yeah. While we're talking about that, it's rated R, 117 minutes, five human kills, one robot kill. I'm not counting the fucking alien kill because who even knows if it's dead? And there were seven boobs in this movie, but they were all like centerfolds on the wall. <laughs> so it's been a while since we've had any boobs in a movie, so I counted them. I think that's fair.
0: Maybe our last person will give us some boobs in a movie.
1: Hopefully somebody does. Jeez Louise. Anyway. <clears throat> you didn't care hint. hint. Yeah, hint, hint. You didn't care about figuring out if that doctor was a bastard. Did you care that that thing was stuck on his fucking face?
0: Yeah. Cut his head off. Get him out of there. Yeah, uh-huh. throw
1: the whole thing out.
0: He's done.
1: Yeah, he's a dead man. And somebody said to freeze him. I think it was... Um, yeah, that was a pretty good idea. Parker. Is that his name? I think it's Parker. I he didn't write the names fr-
0: down. They all died. Yeah, I knew they were going to die.
1: Wow, spoiler alert.
0: You literally just said five deaths. There's six people in this movie. Six.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not going to do any of the smart things, like you said, like cut his head off and throw it out or freeze him. Um, they're going to do like surgery on it. And they take a lot of precautions What here. are they
0: going to do with one knuckle
1: gone on this thing? Well, I didn't think they expected it to melt through the fucking floor. Know,
0: but, okay, say so it didn't melt through the floor. Say it had real regular blood or it didn't bleed at all. What what, what was cutting off one knuckle of a finger I think, gonna do? I
1: think they might have kept going. Cut him rest off.
0: They used tongs and lifted a finger and it tried to kill him. What did they think it was gonna do if they sliced a digit off?
1: Yeah, you're probably right there. So they took a lot of precautions and they wore masks over their face so they didn't get poisoned. Those were not masks. Well, they were technically masks.
0: I guess, but it looked like oxygen masks like the that deliver oxygen to your face or like that you would wear if you're doing a nebulizer treatment, but it was hooked up to nothing. So that was solid plastic stuck to their face.
1: Well, there was actually a port on it.
0: But there was nothing yeah, there was like nothing hooked, hooked
1: up to it. <laughs> so, so, what? So, unless that's a filter, at best they're just breathing little breaths of air through it, a little that tiny was hole. R- like, really <clears throat> weird. Dallas wants to cut it off. Ash wants to keep it on to study. Sadly, for Ash, it bleeds acid and is rapidly burning through the hole of the ship. Yeah. Which would be a fucking disaster. They'd lose pressure. It's
0: multiple layers.
1: There's always one sleazeball scientist in these fucking types of movies. Somebody with ulterior motives that it comes out later like they tear off his fucking mask and Scooby-Doo. And that's Ash in this one. It's pretty obvious to every, well, to everyone watching it, Sigourney Weaver and none of the crew Mm -hmm. who are oblivious to literally everything. All these fucking dudes are the dumbest.
0: Supposed to be the smartest scientists in Mm -hmm. the world.
1: And they're actually just fucking big dumb men. Mm -hmm. Because that's what this movie's about. With dicks. Yeah. With dicks. Big dumb dicks. So she's on to him, but they get a call to go back in, and the face sucker is gone. It's not on his face anymore. That means it's time to do super risky shit, like walk around looking for it and leaving the door open. All kinds of shit that you wouldn't do Mm -hmm. if you were smart. Like, it could go on your face. It could escape. Right. The possibilities are endless. But it didn't do any of that, thank God. It just fell on Ripley's shoulder. Because it's dead. And they're going to study it somehow, even though it has acid blood. I don't know how they're planning on studying it.
0: I, I think they were just going to take it back to Earth,
1: Earth to well, study it. Well, they were, it. like, poking it and shit. And again, nobody listens to Ripley in this movie. She wants to get rid of that fucking thing. It wouldn't have done any good mm-hmm. anyway, but she wanted to get rid of it. And you find out Ash is a late replacement. That's how you, you fucking, it's over. This guy's in on it. Like, you know, then Mm -hmm. he had five other science officers in a row or five. He went on five missions in a row with another science officer, and then they replaced him with this fucking goofball. Obvious fuckery. It's been going on the whole time. He has special fucking talks with mother. And he for sure knew it was a warning and not an SOS. Mm -hmm. That's why he convinced them to go on to the fucking planet before deciphering it. Whatever. They're going to leave the fucking shithole planet with the dead-ass alien. Y- you know it's not good, though. Like, you know that's just the beginning. hmm So Parker thinks they should freeze the guy. That's when he says they should freeze the guy who is awake now. Right. And seemingly fine. He's right.
0: Another grand idea.
1: Yes. There are two people they will not listen to in this movie, all these fucking white guys. The black guy and a woman. Otherwise, it's fine. Now listen to all the other dumb white guys mm-hmm. that they want to. You fucking can't tell me that's not on purpose. Kane's awake, no hospital gown, but he is wearing like a cape and I think lingerie. Well,
0: it did look like lingerie. I was so confused.
1: I think it was lingerie. I think when you get medical procedures done in space, they you dress you up like fucking Frankfurter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: <laughs> it was really weird.
1: They made one fatal mistake, though. One last meal before deep freeze. Kane is hungry for food. Parker, you know what he's hungry for? The aforementioned pussy. Because he looks right at that girl and says, I'm hungry for something else.
0: Yeah, that was gross.
1: Pretty gross, yeah. And this is one of the most iconic scenes in film history. Probably your favorite scene in the movie. We have a baby. Yeah, that was gross and i mean i mean this as sincerely as i can say it fuck that baby <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh question okay um how uh, how do these things lay eggs but also have live births out of hosts also like why what what you can't be both
1: i think the creature comes out of the egg i think the alien the xenomorph thing is like inside of that creature and then it goes into a human or whatever to be born i think it's one creature like where do fucking butterflies come from? So
0: so like a frog where yeah, it has a, to go through three stages?
1: Yeah, I think this is stages. Like a butterfly goes into its cocoon or whatever and then it comes out a butterfly. I think this thing spits into- It starts
0: as an egg and then it needs a host to deliver a fast-growing fetus. Yeah. And then that giant thing lays more eggs?
1: I think so. And yeah. those
0: eggs are all going to need a host?
1: Yeah. That's what I think. I don't like it. Well, I don't like it either.
0: Like, things don't usually do both.
1: No, but we're used to Earth things, not made-up ones from space. But it's on the loose, and that is the first death in the entire movie, and it is one hour into the movie. One hour into a less than two-hour movie for the first death.
0: I felt longer.
1: I didn't think this movie felt long at all, despite it being really long. (laughs) I thought it moved at a good pace. It was suspenseful and scary. No. <clears throat> yes, it was. That's terrifying. Being trapped on a fucking spaceship with an alien? That sucks. That really sucks. Being trapped in a fucking air... Oh. They did the cane what they should have done to him when he got back to the ship. They yeeted his ass in yes. the fucking space.
0: I don't think you're supposed to do that.
1: What are you supposed to do with the body? Just leave Bring it. Bring the- it back to Earth. Why?
0: So they can bury it
1: oh i don't want people to die at sea they fucking throw them in the ocean
0: not military guys
1: you sure yeah i think my dad wants to be buried at sea because he was in the navy uh,
0: okay but he's not gonna be in the navy actively dying over there and then they eat
1: him into the sea that's what they did to bin laden <sighs> he didn't even die at sea Ash magically whipped up a tracking device to find this fucking alien. I cannot believe you don't like this movie. Now is not the time. Okay. I don't know what record time is for creating a fucking tracking device, but this has to be it. Just more evidence. Yeah. He, he back knew. in the
0: fucking 70s.
1: Just more evidence that he already knew what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. And Ripley's skeptical of it, too. She's talking about the quote-unquote micro changes. She fucking knows. They should have killed this guy to begin with. But they're two moral good people. It is such a good alien detector, though, that it found the cat in a locker. Mm-hmm. So now Brett has to go find the cat. This ain't going to go good for Brett. I can tell you that.
0: They're like, stay together. And then they're like, go get the cat all by yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They split up way too much in this movie. Mm-hmm. Especially immediately after saying, don't split up. Never split up. So Brett finds some skin. Uh, the alien is molting. So he started as a, a little dick that popped out of the chest because that was a dick too, of course. Yes,
0: I noticed that. Yeah.
1: So it's it's basically a rape baby because that thing raped him, impregnated him, and then... And raped right out of him. A dick came out of him. So he finds the skin. He's th- chasing after the cat. He runs into the dangling chain and falling water room, which just fucking screams. This is where you die. Mm-hmm. Like this is the you die room because why is there chains and yeah, water? Yeah,
0: I ever see one of those rooms anywhere. I'm not go, going in there.
1: go the fuck in no. there.
0: I know what happens in that room. Yeah, what uh-uh. is it?
1: Fucking hellraiser.
0: Yeah, don't go in there
1: with that room. The very best case scenario you can hope for is that that's a BDSM situation.
0: Yes. Mm, I
1: guess that is the absolute best. The worst case scenario is this. This is the worst case scenario. Maybe not. Maybe it is Hellraiser where they torture you, actually. And this is the first time we get a look at the dickhead xenomorph. They grow up so fast. Usually not this fast, but they grow up so fast. I don't like that you
0: keep calling it that when they never said that's its name in this movie.
1: So you want me to pretend I don't know the name of it?
0: Well, it's just an alien. That's the name of the movie, and I haven't seen the rest of them, and you don't know if anyone else has seen the rest of them, so you're calling it that, and no one's going to know what you're talking about, including me.
1: I will try to call it the alien from now on. Thank you. Or the dickhead alien, because it has a dick. So they know it's traveling through the air ducts. They have to go up there and get it. He goes up there with a fucking... um, like a torch to chase this motherfucker to the airlock and they're going to shoot it out the airlock, which I don't think the doctor is going to allow. Cause for whatever fucking reason, they sent him with Ripley to the airlock.
0: Mm-hmm. Now right. that was scary.
1: What? Being in the vents. And See, the, the movie the did thing. scary a little bit, huh? None well, of the jumps Just a little
0: guys. claustrophobic. That's all.
1: Yeah, it was very claustrophobic. Dallas is in the air shaft. He's going to kill it with fire. Like a fucking big ass spider. But instead, he gets killed, too, in the air, in the air ducts, which is horrifying. Mm -hmm. He's forever in the air ducts, at least till the end of the movie. Ash didn't seem like he gave a fuck. He was nice and calm the whole time. Probably because he fucking planned all this.
0: And because he doesn't have feelings.
1: Yeah. And he's picking off the crew. He's essentially picking off the crew one by one here. Mm hmm. And that's when you find out Parker doesn't trust Ash either. So the two people that don't park him or trust him, park him. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't funny. <laughs> I have the best words. Parker, the African-American gentleman, and Ripley, the lady. Mm-hmm. And nobody nobody cares what they have to say at all. No. It's like they took America and put it in space. Which I guess America technically is in space. We're all in space. Don't start. Okay. So because of all these people dying, Ripley is like now head of command here because she's like the third ranking person. So she's like in charge now, even though people don't want to listen to her. Yeah. So she gets to talk to Mother. And that's when we find out.
0: (laughs) Mother ain't talking back.
1: No, we find out. Priority one, return specimen. Everything else is secondary. Crew is expendable. Yep. And fucking Ash scares the shit out of her.
0: That door is really loud to get in there, and we didn't hear shit. how he get in there?
1: That's because we were supposed to be concentrating so hard on what Mother was saying, that we were blocking everything out. Or they just
0: didn't make the sound when they should have.
1: Ash is sweating milk and kicking the shit out of Ripley. I don't understand why he's sweating milk, but he is sweating milk. I was very confused. This is this is where we get the breast, the porno all over the walls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ash is for some reason trying, I don't know, like strangle her, gag her with a magazine. What
0: was he doing? He like rolled it up like he was about to spank her for peeing on the floor. Yeah. And then he just puts it in her mouth. Like it's rolled up. It's hollow. You can breathe through that shit. So like what?
1: Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. What was it? What was he doing? I think he was just fucking like freaking out and kind of dying. But then Parker comes in to save the day, and Ash gives him like a fucking titty twister (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) He like grabs his nipple. He's like, I'm taking this.
0: He was like digging his fingers in, like he was like gonna dig into his chest or something. But yeah, he's like,
1: Purple Nurple, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So Parker knocks his fucking head off, which is the appropriate appropriate response yes, for somebody.
0: Literally p- knocks his head twisting off. Twisting
1: your nipples. <laughs> that shocked White you, White right? shit goes everywhere. Yeah, yeah that kind of shocked you. And that's when we find out Ash is a robot. That's why he doesn't give a fuck about anybody, because he's mm-hmm. just a robot right. with no soul. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that robots in the future, that you don't have a soul. In this movie, he doesn't have a soul. They're portraying you very poorly in this movie, robots.
0: Just going to put that out there.
1: Always put that out there. Always say you're Tell welcome. They can,
0: they can find proof you're, back in your yep. one episode of your podcast. You're
1: welcome to the self-checkouts all the time. <laughs> Don't fuck with that robot that walks around giant. Be nice to it because they're going to know. It isn't going to take them long to listen to every episode of the podcast, Carolyn. <laughs> It'll take them fraction of a second. You're right. And they'll have all the information. So be nice to the robots just in case. Okay. Time for some answers. You ask if they're hooking up Foley catheters, and I couldn't answer that cuz I don't know what the fuck that is.
0: Did you look it up? No. Okay, it did look like Foley catheters.
1: What are they? What are they for?
0: Um, they put them in your urethra and then they blow the balloon up to so that you can't pee it out and that's that's a catheter that you pee out of when you have to get when they say "quote unquote get catheterized," that's what they mean.
1: Well, if it goes in your dick, they probably were Foley catheters. Well, it,
0: yeah, it goes. It does go in your dick. <laughs> so, it can also go in the urethra of a female, too, which right. they don't have a dick. But those balloons are not just in Foley catheters. They're like what's in our kid's G-tube. Yeah. I mean, she has the G-tube for five
1: years. Have you never seen the balloon? Yes, I've seen the balloon, but I didn't make the connection. It, I, I'm sure they were Foley catheters, though. Yeah. Because they, they go in a dick and and
0: it had the tube dick. hanging down, yeah. like it was. A, it looked like they just used Foley catheters. They probably blew did. them up and laid them there, like
1: yeah. for no reason. I don't know what reason, but yes, obviously that's what they were there for. That's what they are. Confirmed. Okay. I don't even have to look it up
0: because I told you it went in a dick. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and everything about this movie is dicks, dicks, dicks. That's funny. So there is a positive now. They have enough crew members that they can just leave because all the other ones are dead. It only fits. Yeah, four they only need four. There's only three crew members in the cat. So that's plenty. Mm-hmm. So the plan is get in the shuttle, blow up the ship and fucking float away and get rescued.
0: So what were they doing then? Why did they go in there and start like throwing around like.
1: they were supposed to get antifreeze. Why? I don't know because the ship needs it. The... Or coolant. But that's the same thing, antifreeze and coolant. Why is antifreeze and coolant the same thing? I don't know. Those are the opposite word.
0: They are. One cools and one makes it not freeze.
1: Yeah, weird. Anyway, um, I think it was probably to make sure that they had enough coolant to freeze them in or the deep sleep. maybe it's cool
0: ant, ant, anti, not cool, cool not.
1: Yeah, antifreeze, anti-cool, and coolant.
0: I know, but cool ant. That would be anti... What's no. that similar to anti week Not cool and cool not. No. Coolant anti-free. You know what I'm saying?
1: I'm going to throw up.
0: <laughs> sorry, I have sorry. no clue what you're saying. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> na, 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 na. So they have seven minutes starting at one hour and 28 minutes into the movie. Ripley's going to fix the fucking... Set up the fucking shuttle. They're going to get the coolant slash anti-freeze. I think the coolant is so they can freeze themselves, so they don't run out. Okay. And the reason she doesn't need to go get the coolant is because they don't need as much now because it's only her and a fucking cat. Okay. That's what I think. So Ripley heard the cat. So instead of getting the shuttle ready, she is looking for the cat. If this is Stormy, her ass is getting blown up in the spaceship. Mm. With the aliens. <laughs> it's fucking dead.
0: Do not let her hear you she say that.
1: She ain't in here. She'll probably bust in here, but... She is fucked. Oh, you
0: are done now. I'm sorry.
1: That's easily the worst decision Ripley makes in this entire movie. She's been a stalwart good decision maker and up until this point, this is a bad decision.
0: She did spend a lot of time looking for that cat.
1: All the time that she was supposed to spend setting up the shuttle, she spent looking for the cat.
0: Yeah. I ain't saying nothing. Stormy knows.
1: You might save Stormy. You have this hard candy shell on the outside, but you're smooth chocolate on the inside. Go go home. Shut up. The second time you told me to go home today, and the first time you told me to go home, I was literally coming home from work. When she said, come here, boy, when she was looking for the cat, I realized that I assume every cat is a girl. Every single one of them. I only think good boys are dogs.
0: So all dogs are boys and all cats are girls?
1: Yeah, apparently. Apparently, that's where I am. But she has Jones. She has saved Jones. Jones is the cat. I know who the cat is. Remember Jones Jones soda? No. They made all kinds of weird sodas. They were really good. I don't know if they still exist. I had a grandma Jones. Did you? Mm-hmm. What side of your family? My mama's. So your mom's mom?
0: My mom's dad. No. My mom's mom's mom.
1: So your great-grandmother.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh. What? What? The Twitter thing.
1: I said great-great-grandmother in that tweet.
0: Yeah. That's what she is, right?
1: No, she's your great-grandmother. She's your mom's mom?
0: She's my mom's mom's mom. Oh,
1: God, yeah. I <laughs> about her today. God. If you want to go back and look at that, Grandma it's about blowjobs.
0: Grandma Jones would never.
1: <laughs> somebody somebody she, passed down
0: the- She hated sex.
1: Somebody passed down the family secrets.
0: She was the one that <laughs> she squatted down and started shitting in my amp- front yard and it embarrassed her so bad that she held her breath and bent down next to her so it looked like they were looking at flowers (laughs) every time a car would pass
1: so I keep that in there (laughs) but I beep out someone's name yeah sorry your family is fucking insane <laughs> do you realize that
0: i'll tell you more grandma jones stories later save
1: them for the podcast let's do a grandma jones story a week it'll be all right we'll do one every mini episode all right i already know my next one then holy fuck so lambert what the fuck <laughs> what just happened i
0: don't know you shouldn't let me smoke before <laughs> the podcast.
1: Lambert meets the alien, and Parker tries to save her, but it's no use. He's dead. Do you know how he died? Mm -mm. Well, the alien shot a fucking mouth erection out and penetrated him. Because, of course, the alien has a dick mouth.
0: Oh, God. He's not circumcised.
1: No, it's not circumcised. It has metal teeth, too. Lambert's dead, too. They didn't really show much death in this movie. Really, the only two deaths you see is the alien dick popping out of the guy's chest Mm -hmm. and the alien shooting his mouth dick into the other guy's chest. So the only real gore is that chest-bursting scene and that robot death scene, Mm -hmm. which I think the robot one is arguably gorier, even though he's, like, leaking milk. Yeah. It's fucking gross. It looks so sticky and gooey. I fucking don't... The
0: tissue, like, flopping all around.
1: I don't like gooey stuff. (laughs) All right. As far as movies go, I don't love gooey. Like, it it gets on your hands and you wipe on your pants. I don't fucking like that. (laughs) All right. So now it's just Ripley and Jones. She sets up the self-destruct system. We've passed the seven-minute mark, so clearly this was not a hard deadline for them to get back to the ship. We're beyond seven minutes. She Mm -hmm. told them to be back in seven minutes. She's just setting the fucking thing up now. Mm -hmm. So that was bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. There was no need for seven minutes. like, They could have just got back when I got back. So now the ship blows up in 10 minutes. It can be overridden in five minutes. Okay? Yes. That was one hour and 36 minutes in. There's flashing lights, a xenomorph. It's time to book it. There's one minute to go for override. She misses it by seconds. All of her pleading, the mother falls on deaf, deaf ears, which you would think wouldn't happen because the mission is to get that fucking thing back to Earth. Right. So you think mother would be like, you ain't blowing this up, dummy. Not a chance. Mm -hmm. That five minutes was more like three minutes in the movie. It was closer to three. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't mind that as much, but it annoys me a lot more when it's longer than that time.
0: It was only five minutes. Like
1: You wanted them to drag it out another two?
0: Well, I guess not. That was enough in this movie. But then the second five minutes was like fucking eight minutes.
1: No, the second five minutes was close to five minutes, but that ten minutes that they had was more like eight minutes in movie time. I don't like it. I can deal with it when it's shorter, not longer. If that would have taken 15 minutes, I'd be like, how? How the fuck?
0: That's what she said.
1: Okay. I, I think she'd be happy with 15 minutes.
0: You said I can deal with shorter, not longer. That's what I said. That's what she said. for.
1: Her. Ripley is free. The ship has exploded. Ripley, not the Xenomorph, is a survivor. Jones, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know why the ship blows up three times.
0: It, like, it really blows up, too. Like, completely, like...
1: <laughs> yeah, three times. It really blows why? up. Why? I don't know. I don't know why the ship blew up three times. Like, is
0: that just, like, something that happens in space? You just see it triple time? Like, no, what?
1: No, it definitely blew up three times. Why? And they answer our question. They do freeze the cat because they freeze Jones yeah. at the end there. And we get sexy Ripley time. She is in very skimpy underwear.
0: How come her underwear are like a very tiny triangular piece of fabric? They are. And those men's underwear were like big, big. Baggy basketball shorts.
1: Yeah. Her underwear arguably don't even fit. No, like, they don't. Not only did they get her skimpy underwear to begin with, they got her too small underwear. Yeah,
0: it looked like she was wearing child size underwear. Yeah, I mean she's not a big person. They had what... to have gotten her like size twelve kids underwear. Yeah,
1: little underwear. <laughs> yeah. They're very little. Her ass crack is hanging out. Uh huh. Like the crack, the cheeks, everything. Normal circumstances, and her ass, her ass crack is hanging out. Uh huh. I don't. Did they wear? Ass crack revealing underwear in the 70s, I don't fucking know. Bad news though, the aliens in the ship. It's in pretty bad shape though. So the skimpy undies was probably to make her look extremely vulnerable. So when the alien showed up, it was like she's in the most vulnerable state she could possibly be in without being completely naked. That's why you see a lot of nudity in horror movies, because it's to A, it's to get make
0: you feel better from all the gore and the sticky.
1: That it's to get men. To get what? To get men interested. Like, ah, titties. Oh, yeah. And its main purpose is to make them look vulnerable. So she locks herself in a closet. Stuck in a closet. I shouldn't sing R. Kelly. That's (laughs) gross. (laughs) Try again. That's That's what that fucking waterfall room was. It was R. Kelly up there pissing on the guy. That's gross. It is gross. He's such a piece of shit. So she got herself a spacesuit and a space harpoon gun. I think that's what it was. Okay, she got to fucking shoot a whale while you're out there.
0: Yeah. I have my gripes about this, too.
1: You don't like this? Okay, we'll get into it. So she hooks that fucker like she's going fishing, and she eats him out to be with his daddy.
0: Yeah, see, that's... Why didn't she... When it was, like, shooting him out, why didn't she let go of the gun so that he just kept going out? Why, why, why did the, she lassoed him to the ship. That was pretty, that was pretty dumb. Why'd she do that?
1: She wanted to burn him in the thrusters.
0: We don't need to burn him in the thrusters. We need to yeet him. He would just keep going. It's space. They don't stop. Once you're moving out there, you know. Yeah. No, nothing
1: to stop. There's no
0: resistance. There's no friction. There's no nothing.
1: I think she wanted to make sure he's dead. She doesn't want him floating out there to become someone else's problem. It's the only thing I can think of. Or she wanted her vengeance to finally be like, I am the victor. I killed this fucking thing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But yeah, I would have just let him go and he could be somebody else's fucking problem for all I care. So she's a badass. She's like the first strong female hero that I can remember from like a horror movie like this. She didn't just fucking survive. You know what I mean? She was right the whole fucking movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of that now of them making strong female leads in movies. And I love it. But I kind of think people don't bring her up in this movie when they're talking about that. They're acting like this is a thing that just started. Why? Why what?
0: Why would they not bring her up? I
1: don't know. It's just like kind of forgotten. That's weird. So like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this movie was specifically made in a way to cause discomfort to men. Ripley is a survivor, not the dick-shaped alien. Ripley is the one that figures out things are off-kilter well before all the fucking men in charge. Ripley is the one that unsuccessfully tried to prevent this all from the very beginning, but was overruled by men that think they fucking know everything. Mm -hmm. A man is choked and raped by an alien in this movie. Yeah. So hopefully it made manly men uncomfortable. But I think they probably didn't get it
0: no they're too dumb
1: they just like the movie
0: i say that but yet i didn't get it either so so i mean i totally got that like the men were all the fucking wrong ones in the movie and the woman saves the day and the woman knows everything like i got that but i didn't get all the dicks everywhere
1: they're everywhere i didn't even mention all the dicks dicks everywhere so alien had a budget of 11 million which would be like 47 million dollars today that's a pretty small budget when you consider The Batman with Robert Pattinson, the one that's coming out, I think, next month, has a $100 million budget. It made $106 million, or around $410 million in today's dollars. So it made a profit of about $95 million in 1979, which is pretty fucking good. Smashing success. It's
0: smashing.
1: It also won an Academy Award for visual effects. So if you don't like the effects in this movie, take it up with the Academy.
0: Yeah, but it was way back then.
1: And this is this movie just keeps fucking making money. It made 40 million dollars when released on VHS and Veda beta, beta for rentals. Just for the rentals, not for people to buy, but for wow. the rentals, it made 40 million fucking dollars. Toys, video games, comics, you name it.
0: That was back when you had to rent like from a Blockbuster, you get it on tape.
1: Yeah, not even not even necessarily Blockbuster back then, but like mom and pops. A lot of video stores, you had to pay to have a fucking membership and pay to rent the movies. Yeah, I remember. I don't think we paid for our membership at any of the places. I think membership was free by the time I was a kid and you just paid for the movies. But hey, we own it. We own the first four of them on DVD. So we have contributed. So you did not like the movie? No. It was boring? It was long? What?
0: <laughs> it was predictable. You fucking knew everyone was gonna die. You knew everyone but her was gonna die. You knew he was gonna be on that fucking little ship with her. Then she just blew up the whole damn thing for no reason, and can't even get home. She gotta wait and see if they notice her ass floating around in space. Yeah, they do. Spoiler alert.
1: Spoiler alert for the movie that came out in fucking 1984 or whatever the fuck it came 1986, I think. Anyway, you're in the minority. It has a 98% critic score and a 94% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: What else is new?
1: And despite what you may think after I've kind of made fun of this movie a lot, I fucking love it. I think it's one of the best sci-fi and one of the best horror movies ever made.
0: You love every movie. I do not love it every movie. Count.
1: It doesn't count. Yes, you
0: do. There, there's there been like two movies in since I've known you that you didn't like them.
1: I could name movies off the top of my head that I hate. Hercules with Lou Frigno is the worst movie ever made. Did you hear my eyes roll? I saw them for sure. Did you do your blinking exercises? I don't want you tearing an eyeball muscle. Ugh. Fuck, why did I say that? (laughs) Eye jelly. Anyway, this is a very long podcast. Possibly our longest. So we're going to wrap it up here. If you have a problem with Carolyn disliking this movie, take it up with her. I love it. So,
0: um, if you had a problem with how much Rich gloated about me being wrong, um, let me know so that he can get a penalty for it.
1: Ain't nobody on the planet. I'm just
0: saying, That's if a- they do, if they agree that it was excessive, you get a penalty.
1: If anybody that agrees with that rooted for fucking Creed over Rocky in Rocky One, I'm the underdog Will here. Will you
0: go home?
1: I am home. And what makes it a home? My family. Say goodbye, Carolyn.
0: Goodbye, Carolyn.